Welcome Talkamaniacs, this is your co-host Des, we are here for another rockin' episode. It is, right here guys, Talkamania, and I'm here, joined by the Boozerweight, my amigo, my best buddy, J-Bomb. What's up man, I'm in an extremely frustrated mood. I know, this guy is like, I got all this cool produce, produ- producing gear, I got double monitors, I got some dongle, he's talking about this dongle all week, and he's not, it just did not go together. So here we are, um, still rocking it out, still beautiful as ever, so relax man, there's not too many reasons to be upset, it's summer, it's beautiful, lots of cool wrestling going on, try to take it easy man, the weekend's almost here too. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know what it is man, uh, these Macs are great, I love them, their software is awesome. I don't like the Mac hardware, to tell you the truth. I got a second monitor right here. I was going to have it set up. We were going to do this through Discord instead of Skype because we don't like Skype. And it's just it's just been shit. It's like, I don't know if it's the dongle or the cable or what it is, but it's just not detecting my other monitor. My main monitor starts flashing, giving me crazy fucking colors. And, uh, yeah, it was just frustrating as hell. But we're here, and we're going to have a good show. A lot happened this week. Yeah, and for those of you who might not know, Jay's very critical when it comes to the small details. He wants to make sure we bring you the best product every week. Uh, here we are on video now, and it's going to get better. J-Bomb's already sending me some uh, some links of some really cool cameras we might get to make it even more HD. You can look at every wrinkle on that man's face. Uh, he's got quite a lot of them. Uh, I know Rucker was making a joke because that face app thing's happening, right? Everyone's taking those photos, yeah. and he it was hilarious. He's like, "You look the same, man." <laughs> like, <laughs> Is that what he app. said? Yeah, he's like, "You look exactly the same." And I was laughing because, well, you kind of do. Uh, Which but picture yes. did I post? I don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah, we, I don't know. You know, wrinkly, had gray hair. He, okay. You know, he posted his, you posted yours, oh, but it's pretty fun. We've been yeah. playing around with that a little bit. Uh, actually it was funny. My, my, uh, my wife was, uh, she had a really tough day yesterday. A lot of things were bothering her and she came home and we had a lot of fun with this app and we took a picture of her and we laughed our asses off. She thought it was funny, but uh, this it's, it's eerie because the photo that I use of myself and I aged it, I look exactly like my dad. Like it's yeah, so creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. So it's like my wife actually thinks like she legit thinks that's what she's going to look like when she's older. <laughs> and now she was, she's been depressed since because of it. <laughs> It's awesome. And I realized that now you can switch sexes and make see what you look like as a guy and a girl. Oh, you can? Yeah, it's super awesome, man. So maybe we'll have some fun with that. We'll post it out, guys. Maybe post some of yours as well. Let's get hip and let's get on board with what everybody's doing on the internet. Uh, but yeah, anyways, outside of that, my friend, what you been up to? Honestly, a lot of focus on the podcast. Uh, we got a lot of cool things coming up. We've been, uh, obviously, everybody knows that we have a relationship with full press, ugh, with full press coverage. Oh, I thought you were going to say that we have a relationship, but I didn't know if we were ready to tell anybody that yet. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, no. We, uh, we have a relationship with full press coverage, and uh, they have a relationship with Sportscaster. So we've gotten on board with Sportscaster. That's where we're um, casting our live video right now. Uh, for the month 
of August, we're going to go hard. There is a competition on the website. So if you want to really support the show, that'd be really awesome. The more views we get, we're going to uh, we're going to make our way up the leaderboard, up the charts. So I think what we're going to do is try our best to do a post show on Raw, post show on SmackDown, post Smack uh, pay per view, all that kind of good stuff. And if there's anything breaking news or whatever, one of the two of us will jump on. But we'll be spamming the shit out of Sportscaster, is what we're saying. Uh, we won't release everything on audio, except if it's really good. And if you want to join Patreon for as low as a dollar a month, we will be putting all the audio onto there. So we're not going to spam our regular podcast feed too much and you know kill you guys with notifications. So Yeah, and we had a lot of fun and a lot of success with our post-Fighter Fighter the Fallen uh, show that we did this past weekend. That was a lot of fun. J-Bomb and I dro- jumped on really late. It was like, what, 11 or 12, a midnight round? And yep. We were both a little sauced, and uh, we had <laughs> yeah. a lot of fun, and Just a, a lot of people, a lot of people joined in, and uh, yeah, it was cool. It was a really cool event. So I think we're gonna be doing more of this, and if you guys like it, tune in, uh, subscribe, tell all your friends, help us on Patreon, anything that you can help to make us grow uh, as we continue to do so. You can also pick on pick up these awesome T-shirts. I'm wearing the Summer Retro. J Bomb's wearing the Black and White. Uh, you can pick that up on ProWrestlingTees.com/slash/Takamania. Uh, definitely pick them up. I'm going to be picking one up for my sister and my brother-in-law because I'll be heading to Toronto for SummerSlam, and it is official. You got tickets, you son of a bitch. I am going not just NXT TakeOver. I will now be going to SummerSlam, and I can check that off my bucket list because I've done Survivor Series. I've done WrestleMania. I've done SummerSlam, so only thing that's left Uh-oh. is the Rumble. Oh, we got to go to the Rumble then. Oh, yeah. Shit, the Rumble is like... The biggest one for me and you. I oh, yeah, like. for sure. I Definitely, definitely. I don't know if this coming year, I, globally, it's not in the best location for me. Where is it? Uh, but we'll, was it Chicago? I, no, I think it's in Houston. I think it's in Houston. Houston, Houston yeah. It was Texas, I yeah. think, right? I've never so, been yeah. to Texas. Yeah, it was Texas. Yeah, I've been to Texas before, and I actually really liked it. Um, so maybe we'll see. We'll see what's going on. We'll see how we're feeling. Uh, I know J-Bomb and I, were after WrestleMania, we're like, that's it for a while. <laughs> and then we were at Raw the next uh, the next week after that. Yeah, so there's been a lot going on. And we still want to, you know, I get you get bit by the bug. You want to go to these events. And I figured, you know what? If I'm going to go to SummerSlam at some point, I'm in Toronto. It's already there. Why the hell not? So super excited. J-Bomb's going to be representing Talkmania in Montreal. Yep. And I will be re- representing Talkamania, taking you on uh, an Instagram story. Jay's going to show me the ropes on how to use that. Dez is going to take over yeah. our Instagram. It's very. It's going to be interesting to see. I'm not the most. I, I, I'm good. With, I'm good with certain things, but it takes me a while to learn it. And I'm sure by the end, it's going to be awesome, and it's going to be a good learning experience. And we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, but we're doing a lot for SummerSlam and for the month of August. So let's hit it hard. Talk Maniacs, we need your support. Let's campaign and let's bring us to numero uno on Sportscaster. Yeah, and a big thanks to our friends, uh, Smart and Friends, for hooking Dez up with that ticket. Yeah, for sure. Big, 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 big thank you. Thanks for keeping us in mind. Uh, again, man, we're going to have to grab a beer at some point in time. Well, you're These sitting guys beside are awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting beside two of their friends as well. I don't know. They, are they both also on the podcast themselves? Uh, one of them's on the podcast. The other one is another guy that we went to high school with. So small world. He's a good guy. Cool. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It's such a funny small world that uh, J-Bomb and I actually went to high school with these guys. They're a grade or two lower than us, uh, but great guys. They love wrestling. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. And I think he's only missing it because he's uh, expecting his first child. So congratulations, oh, my friend. Right congratulations. on. Um, also, yeah, like you said, I'll be in Montreal while you're in Toronto. I will be representing our podcast here. Uh, we're scheduled to join the panel 
the Canadian panel for uh, for Smart to Deaths, I guess predictions or preview for SummerSlam. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We've been friends with them since uh, since day one ish. So it's nice to finally uh, do something with them. So I'm excited for that. Oh yeah, yep. But Des, before we get going today, take a second, let our listeners know where they can find us. All right, I think I've done this enough times. I got this, got this covered. Guys, give us a follow on Twitter at underscore Talkamania. Uh, also on Instagram, make sure to give us a follow. That is Talkamania. Uh, look us up. Uh, I'll be controlling the Instagram when I hit the Toronto, so make sure to give us a follow soon. Um, and tell all your friends, make sure they listen and check it out. And anywhere you get your podcast kicks, you can listen to us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you get your podcast kicks. Like I say, week after week, Google Talkamania now. Now I'm at the point where I can tell people, they're like, what's Talkamania? I'm like, Google it. Just you Google. see us a little, that's it, man. And it's awesome to be able to say that, first of all. Uh, but second of all, I mean, it's obviously because of us and because of you guys. We're building our community. So that's it. Now listen, or we'll hate you for life. <laughs> and if you want to listen uh, to this show streaming on the Full Press Network, you can check us out every Thursday morning at 11 o'clock Eastern on Full Press Radio. Uh, so check them out on Twitter as well, at Full Press Radio. Uh, quick shout out to our friends, Bill and Frank over at Epop Culture. If you want to find them on Twitter, we had a great time with them. They were joining in on our post, Fight for the Fallen. That's a hard one to remember. I always get them confused with Fighter Fest. I always say Fighter, exactly. Yeah, yeah I say, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, you check them out on Twitter. At BF Eat Pop Culture. Great guys. Uh, and of course, Evan over at Full Press Coverage. That's FPC underscore wrestling. And download the Full Press app. It's on the headlines above us right here. You can check it out on Android and iPhone. I don't know what the stores are called. I always struggle with this. But it's a cool app. You can listen to us there. If you're into other sports, they got everything. Hockey, baseball, soccer, football, basketball, porno, whatever. They got it all. We have any Patreon uh, people want to give props to? Uh, yeah, absolutely. We're gonna go through our Patreon list. We got Chris Spizak from uh, Spies in the Benchmark. We got Evan Gomez from FPC, and of course, Smart to Death. And if you want to support the show, become a premium member. Head over to Patreon.com/slash/TalkMania and get her done. Yeah, get her done. They took jobs. All right, enough. Like with Otis th- talks, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, enough of those bullshit. Let's get into the wrestling talk. we got a lot to cover. Uh, on today's show, in a segment we'd like to call, Oh, You Didn't Know, uh, we'll be discussing some noteworthy topics from around the wrestling world. Uh, it's going to be a pretty heavy WWE content show this week with everything that's going on. So we'll be discussing all the new programs heading into SummerSlam, and we'll round it all off with some solid takeaways from this week's Raw and SmackDown show. Yep, and if you do want to check our feedback, our reactions, our thoughts on Fight for the Fallen and on Extreme Rules, then you got to go check out our recordings. You can check it out. Like I said, we plugged ourselves. Mm-hmm. Google Talkamania, wherever you get your podcast that kicks. We're sending out tweets telling you to listen to our show. Click that link. Go check it out. You'll see these shows we had. A lot of fun. A lot of people really like our Fight for the Fallen one. It was a lot of fun. It was candid. Jay and I got silly. Yeah, we were drunk. <laughs> we were drunk. So, hey, man, you guys like it? Let us know. Maybe. Oh, yeah, it's true. Eh? Hi, it's a giraffe, man. Oh, oh. All right, let's get to it because we got a Brock party. Yeah. Brock Lesnar has cashed in the Money in the Bank briefcase and is now your Universal Champion, heading in to the Slam of Summer. Yeah, buddy. Uh, before we get into all that good stuff, let's go over the news and the noteworthy things that uh, that's happening around the wrestling world. Oh, 
you didn't know. All right, so CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk took some shots at Shane McMahon this week. Uh, Punk replied to a picture of Taker and Reigns standing over Shane's body, saying, "Is that a fan that jumped into the ring?" And Punk later went on to delete the tweet. So, is that even news? Uh, minor news. I mean, you know, the thing is, CM Punk very rarely jumps in and says anything about anything. I think, look, he believes the WWE is throwing shots at him by calling Shane the best in the world. And he's like, look, even if they they did, they would deny it until the cows come home. So, mm. you know, take it for what it is. But I think at one point in time, he just wanted to jump in and take a shot. Uh, and, that, and that's all there really is to it. Now, people are starting to speculate, oh, CM Punk's headed back to the WWE. This whole best in the world thing is a whole work to lead up to. Sh- no, no, it's, it, it is not. And then, you know, some people are thinking he'll be at All Out because it's in Chicago and it has like the logos that look like CM Punk. I think there's a better chance he shows up there uh, than he shows up at uh, in, the, in the WWE. And to be honest with you, I know a lot of people think, and J-Bomb's shaking his head, like, I don't think he's going to be he's there. He's going to show up anywhere. Well, look, if this guy's showing up on indie shows randomly, because he has, he's jumped in the ring, he's given people to go to GTSs. And yeah, with the mask he, on. With the mask on, right, fair mm-hmm. enough. But, I don't know. The fact that it's in Chicago, the fact that they have those little star emblems that look just like him, they could easily, easily give him a nice big paycheck to come out, do something, and leave in his hometown. And it helps stick it and do damage to the WWE. So it would be in his benefit to maybe just tease the idea. So we'll see. But in terms of the tweet itself, I don't read too much into it. I think it's cool to see the w- to see CM Punk troll uh, the WWE and also McMahon, Shane McMahon because that's a hot topic. People are sick of this guy. Um, but that's it. WWE's petty. And I guess, you know, Punk bit and then deleted <laughs> and then deleted. Delete. I feel cute. Might delete later. Uh, I missed all of CM Punk's whole run in WWE, and I've gone and watched back some of it. And I don't. I don't get the hype. So, but- uh, I, I, he was he was alright. I liked him. I liked his anti-authorities thing. I mean, he overrated hundred percent. But he was good in the mic. But he was a bit of a prick, and he was a bit of a baby prima donna, I guess, a little bit in some degrees. But I don't know. I I like CM Punk overall, but I I'm not like to the moon. A lot of people are just like. The crowd cheering him every day. Get over it. You know, move on. Move on. All right, let's move on. Speaking of that, uh, rumors flying around that Ronda Rousey is on her way back to WWE sooner than later. Uh, I do want to take a second here and discuss this. Um, Ronda did a shit ton for the women's division. I mean, credit where credit is due. Uh, but during that time, she did run through the entire roster. So we saw like pretty much a whole year where it was just a build of Ronda and Charlotte, and then Becky got thrown into the mix. Um, with everything that's going on with Heyman and Bischoff right now, I don't want to see Ronda back. Like, even though she'll put the division over, I kind of want to see what Heyman and Bischoff do with the women's division before we implement a superstar like that. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. And she did run to the whole roster. Look at Ruby. Look at Liv. Look at Sarah. Like they're they're nowhere to be seen. You know, they were casualties, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And the whole year was all about Ronda Rousey, uh, lover or hater. And she did bring a lot of eyes and a lot of attention, a lot of positive uh, aspects to the women's division. A lot of negative too, as well too. If you're a fan of other women, obviously they weren't getting their fair shake. Uh, but ultimately, in hindsight, I think it's good in the long run. Now, I am interested to see what Heyman does. I'm I I kind of have more expectations out of Heyman than Bischoff. I don't see Bischoff doing all that much, uh, but I hope I'm wrong. 
I hope maybe he starts to shake things up, maybe pulling out a few, um, you know, a few of the WCW things that did work, maybe larger stables, stuff like that too. Larger you know, stables them, would be the shit. We see them putting together the club a little bit. We even saw the club and um, the Undisputed Era feud a little bit today on, on social media. So that was pretty interesting. People are even teasing, saying like, look, you guys want to sit on the ring? Do War Games, the club versus the Undisputed Era. That would be oh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. So good. so good. Yeah, so there's so many cool things that they could do. Um, I think Bischoff officially starting this week. I think he made his trip down. If you looked on social media, he was making his drive down to Connecticut with his companion, his canine companion. Kind of cool to see that journey of his. Um, I'm not a big Bischoff fan, just kind of based on per- his personal beliefs. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I respect what he's done for the industry. And I think he's got the potential to do some really cool things and freshen things up. Um, so hopefully if he's moving himself out there, it's not going to be on the shorter term. And we'll see. Like you said, let's see what they can do with the women's division. It's pretty rad. I like some of the stuff they did this week. We're going to get to that as well, yeah, too. big time. Definitely felt fresh. Um, but we'll see. Ronda coming back. Interesting. It's going to tie in with some of the things I have to say later. So I'm not going to get into it just yet. But we'll leave it, to, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, you guys got to join. I got, I got some more to say. I got some more to say. You guys got to join Patreon to get the rest of Dez's opinion on that one. They're going to unsubscribe now. Like, I don't care. That guy talks too much. You talk too much. Give us more J-Bomb. All right. WWE announced uh, that next week we're getting the Raw reunion show. Uh, one of the big names to appear on the show is Stone Cold Steve Austin. I feel like they always do these like every every like once or twice a year. It's like... This one's weird, though. I feel like the timing of it is not really ideal. Like, every, all of us fans know about Heyman and Bischoff. We see the new things. Like, hey, we went through with Becky. When people were comparing Becky to Stone Cold. And now people are comparing... Please. Now people are comparing Kevin Owens to Stone Cold. I mean, it's pretty easy to do that. He's took the stunner. He's going after Shane. So to bring back a guy like Stone Cold at this point, it's almost like they're going to put him side by side with Kevin Owens. It's going to happen. 100%. Yeah. They're both going to bust out stunners. And this is not a good idea. If you're trying to get Kevin Owens over, you don't need Stone Cold to do it on TV. You know He's what? over. Yeah, well, on that fact, though, they put Stone Cold with Kevin Owens, you risk the danger. I mean, it's just for one week, though. Like, people are going to be like, Stone Cold! Yeah, yeah. it's good. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And there's Kevin Owens, cool, but Stone Cold, yeah! And maybe, he, maybe they're going to bust out stunners on Shane and Drew. You know, I'm sure they're going to work together or something, so it could be cool. But Kevin Ma- Stunner's not going to look as good. Maybe they make a segment out of it. Maybe like maybe they're gonna be like in the ring talking to each other, and then Shane starts throwing out security, and then Stone Cold like okay, Kevin Owens gives one of them a stunner, and Stone Cold's like, no, no, son, this is how you do it. You lay some stank on it, and then he does it, and he's like, oh, oh, kind of like this. And then Kevin does it, and he's like, no, no, like 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 this, son. And then he does a stunner, <laughs> and then like they kind of like play off it a little bit because the whole thing is like people are making fun of Kevin Owens because he he's getting better at it, but he doesn't quite got it a hundred percent. And, you know, we saw this week he had quite a little bit of trouble pulling the stunner off successfully once or twice. Um, you know, kind of, I guess you could say Shane's fault. Well, Shane can't uh, take a stunner. McMahon's can't take yeah, stunners. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, there's been a few ones Shane took in the past, but that would look pretty good. But ultimately, it's a tough move to take. Uh, and he, you gotta. I, I feel like he's got to hold the head tighter and snugger. I find like you just got to lock it in. That guy's got to go down for a ride. He's going to get jarred in his throat. Uh, and, you know, and he'll get over it. You got to hold him nice and snug. And I feel like it's just too loose, you know. And even with Ziggler, who's like the master of selling moves, they're not always spectacular. So uh, I hope Ziggler's that he's didn't all- look good. 
No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I hope Austin, you know, comes out there, shows him how to put that Stone Cold Steve Austin stank on the Stone Cold Stunner. Now, here's here's a question I have is, is Kevin going to stun Steve or is Steve going to stun Kevin? Because that has to happen. Neither. Oh. But if I had to choose, uh, Stone Cold Stunning KO, 100%. 100%, man. Don't, you, don't score, you don't have Stone Cold come back to have him stunned. Honestly, why not? 0.0000001% chance. How many times do we see Stone Cold a year? Once every two, three years? Yeah. He's not coming back to get embarrassed. No. He's already giving Kevin Owens his finishing move. He's not going to be like, oh, yeah, and he can do it on me in the middle of the No. <laughs> that. Ain't happening. Uh, Boot to the Face just joined the chat right now, and he, uh, he he's, he's getting right to it. And he goes... Canadians can't do stunners. I've seen Becky Lynch do. Oh, she's an American though. Oh, if, if the point is America, but she's Irish. Yeah. Um, I think anybody but Stone Cold Steve Austin and maybe Mickey Whipwreck or whatever his name was. What about Ember Moon? Yeah, it's a bit of different, yeah. and that, that that is like a hit or miss sometimes too. But I got to give her credit, man. To go off the top rope and land your butt like that every week, like ugh, she's gonna have like bad back issues when she's older. I can only imagine. Bum bum issues. Um, all right, Des, I know that you wanted to tell everybody to watch Chad Gable versus Gallagher on 205. The Rock Live. didn't do the stunner very good either, actually. Oh. So there you go. There's your American. Yeah, yeah on, but it wasn't his move. Anyways, Des wanted to tell everybody to watch Chad Gable versus Gallagher on 205 Live. So I'm allowing him to do so. Uh, he also threw that Drake Maverick snapped on Mike Canellis this week on 205. And that's your 205 coverage from Talking Minion. Well, let me do a little bit of 205 coverage. This guy doesn't watch it, and he's doing it all for everybody. But, guys, check it out. I saw on social media that this one was off the hook, uh, so I went back and watched it. Really good match. Uh, it was cool to see the props between Gallagher and uh, Gable today. Uh, if you're going to have some, like, if you have a half an hour on lunch or you're taking a poop break or something, flip that shit on, watch the match. Definitely well worth it. 205 Live's got some cool stuff going on right now. Uh, Drake Maverick as well, too. I don't know if he's taking a sidestep from the 24-7 title whole crap, but he's getting in this feud with uh, Mike Kanellis. Mike Kanellis is basically calling him sad, you know, that he can't please his woman and all kinds of crap. Yeah, Mike. Which is kind of like they're on the same level, if that's the case. But maybe Mike Kanellis is like, that's my reality, so I'm going to take it out on you and put that on you. And I'm not really sure where it's going, but these two uh, kind of went at it, and it got kind of... It ended quickly, but we're actually going to see Drake Maverick. And I don't correct me if I'm wrong. This may be his actual... Well, outside of being with the uh, the AOP, it actually might be one of his first official matches where, like, I guess he he puts on an attire or he's actually in an official... He wrestles. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's wrestling, you know? Like, Spud, a rock star Spud, right? We haven't seen that. So Is maybe that his we're name? Get, that was his name in TNA. Was he a potato? <laughs> a rock star potato? All right, cool. <laughs> um, some sad news. Harley Race was hospitalized this week. Uh, information some, some be... concerning news. Let's yeah. not go there yet. Okay. Hopefully, it'll be good news and he'll be okay. But you may continue, my friend. Yeah, there's n- there's not much information about it. It seems to be pretty private. But he did. Uh, somebody tweeted out on his behalf or put it on his Instagram or something um, that he is a fighter and he will never throw in the towel. So, uh, Harley Race, I know you listen to the podcast and we're thinking about you, buddy. Mm. Cool. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, I hear he canceled all his upcoming appearances. Yeah. Look, the guy's old. You know, it ha- it happens. Your your health starts to fail you. You just got to hope that uh, he pulls through. And he's a fighter, like he said. So all the best to you, man. I know you got a good road recovery. And we'll see you soon, Mr. Race. 
Will Ospreay is set to face Kota Ibushi in the next G1 bracket. This is the tournament that never ends. Um, I don't know when it's going to air. It was in the notes from Dez. Dez, do you have any idea when it's going to air? And I'm putting you on the spot. Hey, they're actually uh, having their match, I think, tomorrow, which would be tonight, potentially, because of the, the time difference. So it's by the time you wake up, it should be over, I think, or okay. by the time you hear this, at least. Um, he was actually injured or rumored to actually miss this match because of injury, but apparently he's all healed up. He's been cleared. He's ready to go. And the only reason I put that on there, because if you've seen a match with him against Kota Ibushi before, uh, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom, I think, was the last one. Something like this that. This is going to be an amazing match to watch, guys. So this is one on the weekend. You're at home. Uh, after you're done with the whole 205 Live match <laughs> uh, between Gallagher and Gable, I put that above maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Um, but, yo, dude, it's going to be it's gonna be really good. So check that out. Two of the best in the world for sure, man. And a quick note from MLW. We got Savio Vega. I don't know if it's his debut. Yeah. Is it his debut? Well, it's his debut with MLW. And I put that on there because I was a Savio Vega fan a little bit when I was younger. Uh, the Los Barricos, all I remember about them is they had some guy named Miguel Perez with really hairy back. How do you remember this shit? Because it was like, this guy's got a hairy back. I remember back, the hairy I back. I don't know the rest of my name. Life. Yeah, I don't know. I, I pulled the got some random facts stuck in my brain. Um, four five five one nine eight eight was your phone number. In whoa, Broadway, by whoa, the way. whoa, whoa! <laughs> I pulled that shit out of nowhere. Four five eight two seven zero three, bro. Yeah, man. I still my mom. That is still our number. That's still my parents' home. number. <laughs> yeah, awesome, cool. So guys, if oh, you want guys. to torment our parents, oh no, <laughs> oh god, just don't dangerous. tell me. Don't tell me. Yeah, area don't code. don't call. My mom's sick right now, actually, so do not. Don't tell uh, the area code. Oh jeez, yeah, that's true. Right? Um, but yes, uh, before we were talking about harassing our parents, we were talking about uh, help me out here, J Bomb. Savio Vega is going to debut in MLW against Alex Hammerstone at the Never Say Never event. Right, the man who made the spinning heel kick a finishing move. Um, yeah, it's cool. I want to see what he looks like. I haven't seen him in a bit. It's going to be interesting to see him in this match. It's a small footnote, but something worth checking out. If you're an old school fan, I uh, like the pre-Attitude Era. Um, you know, this guy was in DX for a day at No Way Out back in the day when Michael's had a back injury. So could be cool checking it out. Um, it's something, something. Yeah. That, that's it. And a little bit of AEW here. If you haven't gotten a chance to check out the newest episode of Being the Elite, uh, it was f- the backstage from Fight for the Fallen. We got to see... Um, the Bucks and Dusty Ro- Dustin Rose kind of bury the hatchet, get past all that. Um, but the biggest bury takeaway the for me, bury it's the like hatchet. Kayfabe sometimes hatchet. they're like kayfabe, sometimes they're not. That's it's like so inconsistent. fucking beauty. Anyways. You know these guys are like hugging it out every day before they leave the office, probably. The biggest takeaway for me was that we found out that, uh, that Hangman Page didn't sustain that injury from the Judas effect. It was one of the first or second kicks that Jericho did in his attack. So everybody thought it was a Judas effect. They thought it was a dangerous move, yada, yada, yada. It wasn't. Um, it's but a shitty move. Hang, I like it. Hangman Page looked fucked up. He looked like... Yeah, he were, looked great. It was awesome. It was yeah, good. He's all like... Even him, he's like, yeah, I'm fine. It looks good. It looks awesome. They were yeah, telling me it looks good. But when he was laying down, getting the stitches in his, in his uh, eyebrow... People were asking him questions, and he didn't seem to know what the fuck was going on. Well, so. I'm sure he got knocked a little bit senseless, and yeah. yeah, that's it. I wonder what their concussion protocol is uh, at AEW, but we know Last that Britt Baker... Baker. Had, yeah, well, that's <laughs> it, right? Maybe she didn't even get one. She's just like, I, I got concussed. That's why I... I'm not racist. I'm just concussed. People calling her racist on that is the craziest shit I've ever heard. 
No, no, I know. I don't. Obviously, she's not racist. But I mean, I'm telling you, if you are knocked senseless and you turn around, you have a tiny Asian on this side and a tiny Asian on that side wearing similar clothing. I mean, who knows? You know, she didn't. Know. She didn't look both ways and run towards one. She just ran towards one. She you know, what? Just... I would actually say that her the person that she, uh, the other her opponent that she went to go tag was almost like, no, no, go to that side. And it's like, no, you, you not, a, you are not concussed. <laughs> you keep your hands down and like punch her or act. You know, like oh. exactly. It was um, brutal, uh, but yes, uh, it was the kick to the face. Uh, I like these fights. I like these uh, these backstage videos. It's been the elite or the road to whatever you're calling it. But you know, I want the young bucks to drop this whole. I need my brother. It's Get good. Away. I think no. it's done now. I like it. I don't. Even, the young bucks are they're they're not they're not creative when it comes to their their promos. You, you know what the thing is is that they do things to the death and they do it on purpose. Oh, yeah. So no, I'm telling and you, people man. like you say that to defend them because I'm that's telling lame. You, man, FTR went on for for months. Fuck the revival. It was so good. Anyways, little side note from AEW: um, MJF's elbow injury seems to be not as serious as people first speculated for it, so he should be available for. for I, that's all news to me. He was dropping a title, so I mean, like, really, he's not dropping the title now. Did they give it back to him. Had he already dropped the title? I have so many questions. I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. But from he, the indie scene there? Yeah, he had some title that he was going to be defending and he couldn't defend it. So he actually dropped it or was going to drop it. So did he drop it? Did he get it back? What's the news? I, I read this on the notes. Where did you hear his, his elbows okay? Uh, Well, I saw it in the note. No, where did I see it? I don't know. I started looking up shit for AEW because we didn't have much on it. And then I read something about his elbow being cool. all right. Well, that's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. Yeah, because cool. he's going to be tagging with Cody in Ottawa. Did you see Ooh, that post? Ottawa. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one that's happening SummerSlam weekend? I don't know if it's happening SummerSlam weekend. I don't think so. I think it's sooner than that. But unfortunately, you can't buy tickets online. And there's oh. and they're selling out pretty quick. So I'm not driving to Ottawa mm. to some Really? Store. It's only two hours away. No, hold on. I'm not driving to Ottawa to maybe buy tickets. Um. And then driving home and then back to Ottawa to see the show. If yeah, I but could... you know what? Chances are you'll get them because not, a lot of people are going to fly out just to maybe get tickets. No, but it's a small tickets. venue. And I, no, like it's already pretty much sold out. Like it's going quick. Anyways. They should whoever's selling it. I forget that the promotion. Uh, Justin Roberts is probably going to hate me for for not knowing it because he, he was the one who posted it. But you cannot buy tickets online, and it's 2019. Uh, if I could sell these T-shirts online, you could sell some motherfucking tickets online. Word. So, anyways, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we do come back, we're going to talk about Raw and SmackDown. And there's some interesting stuff this week, so we'll be right back. What's up, guys? We just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys about this new app that we've been using. Uh, it's called PodCoin. It is a podcast player. It's great. If you're not familiar with it yet, I highly suggest you checking it out. It's a free app. It's available on iPhone, on Android, and you could actually use it. You could you could turn your listens into money that you could put towards you know Starbucks gift cards, Amazon gift cards, or if you want to donate the cash to charity, you can do that as well. Subscribe to us on there. I mean, we're available there. All of our other podcast friends are available there as well. Um, and actually, if you're new to the app and use the code Talkamania, you'll get an extra 300 pod coins just for signing up if you use our code. So highly suggest checking it out today. Again, that's PodCoin, available on iPhone and on Android. Now let's go back to the show. How was I talking without moving my mouth? That was super fucked up. Dude, talking mania, this is the production that we got now, man. We're ahead of the times. Look, that's aside. Can we get to the Brock party? 
You interrupted me before. Yeah. You couldn't get to it. I'm eager. Let's get to the Brock party. Like the Brock party specifically? Or are we going to talk about Brock Lesnar? Is that what you we want got, to do? We have Brock Lesnar on the show today, guys. And this, that oh. was the big surprise. Oh. Dude. But he got fed up because of that stupid commercial J-Bomb <laughs> just threw out. The, just kidding. We like PodCoin, right? Right? Yeah, we love him. Yeah. All right. Let's get going. Ron SmackDown, baby. Um, so there was a definite change of pace this week. Um especially for SmackDown, I found, uh, from the way it was being advertised to the pacing of the show in general. Uh, we've seen it on Raw over the past few weeks, but I really felt like it spilled over to SmackDown this time. Um, with four championships switching hands at Extreme Rules this past weekend, uh, there seems to be a shitload of fresh starts, new programs, and I just wanted to take some time to really focus on those um, to kick off our Raw on SmackDown. So, Bailey and Ember Moon. Sorry, Bailey was Ember Moon's tag team partner this week. And then after the match, we found out that it's going to be Ember Moon versus Bailey at SummerSlam. And I know you've been a pretty big supporter of Ember Moon over all this time. Uh, is this the right timing for it? Is she ready? I mean, this is a pretty big stage to uh, to be shot into all of a sudden. I, I like it. I think it freshens things up. Um, you know, people are going to say, well, it doesn't make much sense. There's no storyline. There's no, you know, number one contendership match. I like the feel. I like it. it. Had those goosey, it had those feels. It was like, oh, I choose you. You've deserved it. You've worked your ass off really hard. It's almost like the superstars are speaking up for themselves and saying, like, this is what I want. I want to defend the championship against somebody who deserves it and has earned it. Not Lacey Evans. Not Alexa Bliss. Ember Moon, who's been overshadowed. And at SummerSlam, that's a pretty big deal. That's so, a big deal. Very big deal. So for Ember Moon to get this chance, it almost like she obviously must have known it, but it almost looked like she was excited all over again when Beck, when Bailey had said it. Um, so I think it's going to be cool. I think the match is going to be great. I think the crowds are really going to be into it. We got a Toronto crowd, guys. Don't underestimate the Toronto crowd. Uh, I'm from Montreal, right? So those are, and he's got J-Bomb squinting. Uh, but dude, mm-hmm. Rock versus Hogan, that was in Toronto, wasn't it? Like, yeah. I remember watching that and the crowd was insane and they can be really, really into it. So I think a lot of these matches are going to be really good because of the crowd energy. Uh, I think this match could be pretty good as well, too. I, I'm not entirely sure Ember's going to pull it off, but I definitely... I think she will. She had some mm, bangers in NXT, man. Look, if it's not going to be... I, I had a feeling they're going to go with, like, maybe Bailey versus Sasha or something like that, right? So, I don't know what's up with her. She has, like, the longest vacation in the world. I'm super jealous. Um, but I don't know. She was supposed to be advertised for Raw this coming week. She's no longer being advertised, so it seems like the, the her return has been a little bit delayed. So, if you're not going to go with Sasha... You know, who are you? And that's somebody who is not a big fan of Sasha. I, I think Bailey versus Sasha would have been awesome at SummerSlam. We talked about that actually yeah. on one of our shows this weekend. Go back and listen. Um, <clears throat> but Bailey versus Sasha, I'm all for it. I like giving new talent new chances. And that's kind of a theme we've been seeing this week as well, too. We're seeing a lot of people who normally wouldn't be there getting those opportunities to shine, getting some kind of story progression. So to have a match like, you know, Bailey versus Ember. A lot of people are upset with it, but then the same people wanted to change. How like, can what? how can any be anybody be upset with this? Because that's not who they like. Who it do they be, like? It should be. Oh, I have an argument saying it should be Sonia, or it should be Man- Mandy. Is what I'm hearing a lot. It should be. Man- Why is Mandy being buried? She's the best. Why is she being pushed ahead of Oscar? Why is she being pushed ahead of ahead of uh, Lacey? Why is she being Why is she being pushed ahead of these other people? Like that's crazy. Really, Mandy Rose? Like not that she's shit. But like, really, she's only been in the she's only been in it for a couple of years. Like, why not have someone who's climbed their way through the indie scene? 
I don't, I don't know. Like, be happy, man. Be happy. Nobody can be in the spotlight. Not everybody can be in the spotlight at one time. Yeah. There's, there's a clear rotation. I think Ember Moon has waited long enough. Um, so let's see what happens at SummerSlam. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I think it's going to be a good match. I think they're a good matchup for each other. They're both great workers. And really, I just think it's refreshing, man. It's like, this is going to elevate Ember Moon. Like, I'm not going to say to the moon. Very big for her. But this is huge for her. This is going to get her out of, like, you know, backstage segments. She's going to be showcased more on SmackDown going forward, which is going to be exciting. And it just, if Ember's getting through the door, then that means other people are going to get through the door, too. Maybe so, Ruby's going to be coming up when she comes back from injury. Where is she? Oh, is that where she is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought she so was pooping at someone's party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, for context, guys. I think when we first started talking about Ruby, J-Bomb said, and I think he read it off of like somebody else's no, tweet or I, something. No, I, it was on Dr. Huge. No, is it Dr. Uh, huge? Is that his name? Dr. Hugenstein? Or is it Dr. Doctor? But yeah, it's Hugenstein. It's that guy. I haven't seen him on Twitter in forever. Yeah, I was just yeah. thinking that when you said that. Is he, is he missing? Did he block us? No, he twitches, <laughs> uh, he twitches video games now. I don't know if he's still doing mm-hmm. the, the wrestling stuff. If he is, I'm sorry. I mean... Sorry, we buddy. love you, man. I mean, yeah. look, we're talking about you right now. Yeah, Dr. Huge instead. But he had said, he's like, Ruby Riot looks like the kind of girl that goes to a house party, takes a dump in the bathroom, stinks it up, and doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know what? I think she is. I, yeah, she I totally see that. Actually, uh, um, I saw a picture of Peter Avalon uh, cosplaying as Ruby. Oh, no and, way. Yeah, it looks just he like kind of has the schnoz, right? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, kind of yeah. got they the schnoz look, going. They're, they're, it's creepily close. Speaking of, uh, on that video you sent me, he doesn't want to be the librarian anymore. I think what AEW is doing is they're listening to their fans and seeing how how much they hate it and how AEW is going to make it like, oh, we, we wanted you guys to hate it. We wanted this to be a bad storyline. She's awful. She's just awful. He's I'm great. Sorry. I, it would work with yeah, him. yeah, we he's all right. He he'll he can find a gimmick or a place or whatever you know. Like I don't know. I just you know she's got a lot of work to do to to get to where she needs to be, and I'm sure she'll get there. But it's just yeah, I'm just very surprised. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's keep this going. We got Shinsuke Nakamura who defeated Finn Balor at Extreme Rules to capture the IC title. So that's huge news. Um. It's probably the title that's been given the least amount of TV time over the past few weeks. So it was nice to see it on SmackDown this week. Um, he is set to start a program with Ali, it seems. I mean, whoa, can you hear my stomach growling? Holy shit, that was loud. But yeah, he's supposed to start a program with Ali. I find this weird because of all the vignettes we had of Ali talking about how he's going you know, yeah, to destroy tie together. with demons. And then they're just like, you know what, scrap that. Yep. He's just going to fight Shinsuke. Now, I don't know if this is just a stepping stone for him. I don't want to see the strap on Ali anytime soon. No. Nope. He's uh, a guy that's going to be fun to watch a chase for. That's it. He's a definitely a chase. He's a journeyman, right? Yeah. Dean Ambrose was our journeyman. Ali could be a good journeyman. Uh, and it's funny because we didn't know where things were going for SummerSlam. And it seems like this week they're like, this match is happening. That's your opponent. That's your opponent. That's your opponent. And it's like, okay, well, now they have these stories. I really hope, and maybe a lot of people aren't going to be with me on this one, I hope Ali's just like a SmackDown opponent next week or the week after. Maybe I don't want him to be the guy fighting at SummerSlam for the IC title. I don't know. Um, I think it would be a really good match, though. He'll man. win it. I think he'll win it. I think if he goes the I, he, I think, look, Nakamura's been in, not in the doghouse, but he's kind of been an afterthought for a while. Uh, Balor asked for time off. Now Nakamura, they threw the title on him, which is great. I'm hoping, uh, you know, maybe Heyman had some... Uh, 
you know, some play in that standing out and be like, look, man, you guys are wasting Nakamura. Like, what are you doing, man? Put the title on him. He could do a lot more. And I agree. Uh, but I think like giving it to him and then having him drop it right away to, to Ali, it's it, U.S. title and the Intercontinental title have been so hoard around lately. U.S. title has been, it's, it's climbing though. But it's going back. It's going back because you're putting it on two awesome competitors yeah. who can tell a great story in the ring. Yes, yeah. but you are passing the title around like a whore, right? Tomo Joe, like Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, AJ, Ricochet, AJ. Come on, man. You know. So She's a I just, yeah, I guess I don't know. But anyways, look, I'm down to see Ellie and Nakamura go at it. I think it could be a really good matchup, a really good prom, uh, program. But I don't want to see that being the match SummerSlam. I'm going to be a little bit selfish here. I'm going to SummerSlam, so now I'm sitting back and I'm looking at the card, and I didn't know the card before I bought my ticket, mm -hmm. right? So I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, well, let's see how it's shaping up now, and is this going to be exciting? Is that going to be exciting? It'd be cool to see Ali win the IC title, uh, but I will. I don't. It's who it's cares not the worst if he wins the title? Nakamura versus Ali could be a really, really good match, man. It could be, but so could have been AJ Styles versus Nakamura WrestleMania, and it was was a dud. So I, I don't like. I find whenever we put expectations into Nakamura matches. They don't pay up. They don't live up to the hype. Um, but I think, I think I don't know. I just don't know if I want this to be the match at SummerSlam. But there's a few other matches on SummerSlam right now, or one in particular that I'm extra not high on, and we'll get to that shortly. So if it's going to be Ali and Nakamura over that one, then fair enough. Fair All enough. right. All right. Um, the New Day won the titles this weekend, uh, but this week they faced Black off against Noel. a mashup of Samoa Joey. That's what I'm calling him from now on. It's Samoa Joey. Uh, Randy Orton and Elias. So I'm not too sure where the New Day is headed for SummerSlam. Now, I may have missed it because I did skimp through SmackDown. But it seems to me like they... For everybody who won the titles of Extreme Rules, they don't seem to have a direction after this week's um, Raw and SmackDown. Of course they do. So Randy Orton took out... Uh, or he pinned uh, Kofi with the RKO. So mm -hmm. I have to think Orton's kind of putting his name in that hat... He said even himself. I'm not talking about Kofi. I'm talking about the, the tag champs. Oh, we're champs. talking about the tag Okay. Yeah. All right. The tag champs. All right. All right. Well, then, yeah, you're right. There, There is no okay. real right. clear direction. As far like, as I can this. recall, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I don't know. I, you're, uh, it's it's way too early. Are they still free burned, free burning that those tag titles? No. Okay. Not from what I've seen. Okay. But yeah, no, Randy Orton versus Kofi. That's what okay, you're cool. Let's get it. Yeah. You want to get, do that? <laughs> yeah, let's sure. go. <laughs> let's transition. Uh, yes, uh, I think it's gonna be Randy Orton versus. But I think it also might be like a triple threat or a four or a fatal four way or something. Like, look, I don't want to see Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. I'm not. I, no, I don't want to see that either. Randy Orton's okay. I respect for what he's done and stuff like that too. But like, look, he's part time at best. He does the RKO out of nowhere and or the RKO, and that's kind of it. And even goes out there, the most dangerous move in the RKO. It's not the most dangerous move in wrestling. No. Nope. Um, it's cool. It's badass when you pull it off. Sometimes it looks really good, but I want more than that. And I feel like if I watch this match, it's going to kind of be like, I don't know. It's kind of a, it's Randy Orton matches are kind of never amazing. They're boring for me. Randy and Orton versus Kofi, sorry to interrupt you, is going to be the equivalent of Drew versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It very well could be. And I'm worried also that Randy Orton would be the one to take the title off in. I'm like, really? Oh, after God, all this? I hope not. But you think Kofi's going to get a... He already has gotten a win over Orton, but you think he's going to go and be like, yeah, let's go to SummerSlam, and Kofi, you can just beat me, you know? Like, I don't know, man. I think It's coming could. soon. It's coming. It's coming soon, Kofi dropping this title. So I have to think, if it's not going to happen in Extreme Rules against Samoa Joe, 
it's possible it's going to happen against Randy Orton in SummerSlam. But look, I actually think that it's very possible that Samoa Joe also gets put into this match. So it might be a triple threat. And at that point in time, I'm a little bit more okay with it because I do hope Joe actually walks away with the title. I know a lot of people are like, what? Mm. Kofi Mania. I'm going to tell you guys, me, I think it's r- close to, it, it's gone long enough. I think it can keep going. I think he's great. But I think now they can pass the title on to somebody else. I think it's cool, but I want to see like, a nice true heel champion, not Brock Lesnar. I want to see somebody else. Um, but I also don't mind him keeping the title either. I just want to make sure that if it's going to be done, it's going to be done right. Look, what I would have done ultimately, to be honest with you, I would have had Brock cash in on Kofi Kingston. I would have had him win the WWE title. People would have hated him. He would have drawn so much heat. And then at yeah. SummerSlam, have this big epic David versus Goliath match. Oh, yeah, Kobe's that could been, work. Kofi's been talking about it and have the rematch against Brock Lesnar. I don't I don't think he'd win, but I think I mean, if he did, cool. But I think having that match would have been awesome instead of having Seth versus Brock again. Um, I think yeah. then you could have had Seth versus so many options. You had Seth versus uh, Drew McIntyre. Hell, then you could have had Seth versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. And that uh, could have been okay. I would have even been dead. After what went down in Extreme Rules between Corbin and and uh, and Becky Lynch. And we talked about that on our, on our post show. But I honestly thought that that storyline was at its highest peak after that end of days. When when you know Corbin swore on TV, which was awesome, and then nothing, and then and then it's over. Like that was a little bit odd to me. So I think you're absolutely right. Brock could go on to face Kofi at SummerSlam, and I, I honestly would be down for that Seth Rollins against that Baron Corbin at SummerSlam. Yeah, maybe because look, 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 look. Uh, or he could have been like, I'll even make it a handicap. You can't beat me, Seth. I'll even let you be a handicap and have it like a, you know, a Seth and Becky or... versus Corbin. Yeah, or just Becky versus Corbin could be cool. Yeah, that you would know? be awesome. Like, I don't know. I think they could have done a little bit more of that. Did you notice, though, like they did not show the replay of Corbin slamming Becky throughout I Raw? I saw it. No, they didn't show it. Let me get to it. They right. didn't show it in the beginning of Raw. They didn't talk about it. But as soon as WWE entered their last hour between 10 and 11. Oh, yeah. They were talking about it. They were showing it. So you see they have a clear strategy. That's the strategy. Blue Nuit hour. <laughs> ah, that's great. So Blue Nuit, Blue Night, I don't know what the direct translation means for the for the softcore porn. But when we were growing up, there was a show called Blue Nuit. And it would play movies. And it would be softcore pornography where people were doing it. But you wouldn't yeah. see their, their bits. No, just, you just boobies. See like their, you see their pubes. But you, you wouldn't see, see the bits. You see titties. And, you know, it would be like kind of like... Very dramatic and very beautiful, beautiful cinematography, hump, humping and shit. But it was it was it. Canadian network TV. I don't know. It was on like a like a free channel, a French station, some yeah. French station. And every every I think it was. Sa- every Saturday at <laughs> eleven o'clock or five. It became five. It was thirty five and it became five. Whatever. That's really old school, dude. Yeah, it was like eleven thirty or like till like no, four in the morning to three in the. No, it was like two movies played back to back or something. It was like. Midnight, eleven to like one thirty, and then one thirty to like three. I hey man. Anyway, I was a, I was a deprived child. You we hit the the VCR button at that point. Record. I remember That's us like I remember like watching like you know, back in the day, guys. You guys don't even know, man. We used to have to watch scrambled porn back in the day, where it'd be all like black and white. You'd be like, I think that's a, a boob. Oh, it's a penis. No, you know, like jeez. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, what were we talking about? Okay, Brock Lesnar, all that crap. Yeah, Brock Brock Lesnar, that's the only thing. Out, out of Extreme Rules, 
it's a bit of not a, I wouldn't say a letdown. I'm okay with him being Universal Champion. Then they had the ten man battle royal on Raw. Um, Your choices. Where was Kevin Owens? Where was Drew McIntyre? I actually like the choices because I, I it you know it keeps people in the high card like Drew and Kevin out of that picture. And I think we need to separate the tiers of wrestlers from the championship sometimes. I, I, I get it. I get it. And it's not like I'm ultimately against it. But, like, I don't know. Cesaro being there was awesome. I wish he would have hung a little bit longer. Uh, but Drew McIntyre really should have been in there. I mean, you could have had him be eliminated by any means and still come out looking stronger this week than he did going up against Cedric Alexander and taking yeah. a loss. That was awful. I'm was sorry. Really like, Cedric Alexander, cool. You, you did great in, in the um, in the Cruiserweight Classic. And you are a great talent. But I'm worried now because Drew McIntyre was unbeatable for almost a year. And when he was finally beaten, it was this big hoopla. And now he gets beaten by Cedric Alexander. By like, I mean, it oh. was a roll-up. Yeah, I know. And I know I talk about how much I like roll-ups, right? Yeah. And roll-up finishes and small packages. But I don't know, man. Drew McIntyre, where is this going from here? I hope he's not going to be feuding with Cedric for the next few weeks. I hope he rebounds. I hope it was just like, look, let's make Cedric look a little bit stronger. We saw them do this on SmackDown. They had an equal match on SmackDown. Andrade versus, uh, what's his name, uh, Apollo, right? And Apollo beat Andrade. So I feel yeah. like they had each one of those matches on each show. It kind of was like, we have to have the criteria of uh, a big win on each one, and somebody has to job out. And I don't know, like, Drew, it's, uh, I'm worried, man. I'm worried. Yeah, well, that's the thing. There was a few superstars uh, on SmackDown and Raw this week that didn't really surprisingly didn't get any uh, like path to SummerSlam. You mentioned Drew. Uh, Manny and Sonya Deville also seem like they're kind of in this limbo now. They're, they can't go after the tag team titles because it seems like the Kubuki Warriors are taking that spot. And then they can't go after Bailey, even though they had all those weeks and weeks and weeks of backstage promos with Ember Moon. So Ember Moon's been removed from that program. So where are they going to go heading into SummerSlam? They just got a kiss. Oh, they do have to kiss. That's it. Um, I think they're going to be involved in the buildup with Bailey and Ember. I think they're going to tag against them for a few weeks, have some back and forth single matches, they'll watch each other's backs. Uh, I think it'll be kind of not lazy, but it'll be like these two will be put into the program to help build up Bailey and, and Ember. And then maybe during like one week, there'll be a miscommunication and Ember will, uh, Bailey will hit Ember and they'll drive that typical wedge that we see every month. There's like, not, there's not a lot of time to SummerSlam though, bro. I know, but I think they could look, they could do it within the next few weeks. You'll what see. is it? What, what's the date? Can you check it? The weekend. I think it's the 11th. If I'm not that's, mistaken. That's coming up. That's coming up. It's under a month. So, um, but we, we, we mentioned it, but dude, the Kabuki Warriors were on TV this week, Des. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did it. They finally did it. Unfortunately, They're the only ones that weren't invited. The only ones that didn't speak up during the town hall. It's like they even they took their names out of the. They replayed it. They replayed Kevin Owens ranting Buddy Murphy, Apollo, Liv Morgan. And then they cut it. And they didn't say, like, Asuka and Kyrie, the Kabuki Warriors. Or, and I'm like, Maybe because they're heading into the tag team title picture, so they don't really need it. Mm. But it would be cool to have them speak up in the town hall and not be able to speak English. It could have been fun, right? They could have been like saying what they're saying in Japanese. And then, you know, Shane could be like, I don't understand what you're saying. Go away. You know, like something <laughs> funny, you know? But well, uh, yes, they were there. Uh, great to see them on TV. Uh, the match itself wasn't too great. They didn't get much time. Uh, I, honestly, you know. The Iconics can't hang with them. They can't. Obviously, Iconics yeah, can't hang with can. anybody. And a lot of people are like, oh, they're great on the indie scene and they were good here and there. And like, I've seen some cool things by the Iconics, but maybe they've gotten rusty because they've become a comedy shtick. I don't know. Um, I hope 
first of all, I'm not upset at all that they lost. I mean, yeah, I would like to have seen them win the titles, but I also didn't want to see like a, let's put them in their match, hand over the titles. Everybody expects it to happen. I'm going to be in Toronto. And if they're going to be facing each other off, there's a good chance. I might see the Kabuki Warriors finally win those damn tag team titles. Yeah. And you're going to see my live reaction and you're going to have to kiss my ass because I'm going to be so excited about that. It's going to be awesome. And I think it's going to be cool. But I really hope, I hope for the sake of the Iconics, that they have the chance to put in a good match, some good wrestling. That's what I want to see in this match. It doesn't matter who wins this. I want the Kabuki Warriors win. But I want to see some good wrestling. We won't Dude. see it. It'll be uh, it'll be a short and sweet one. Probably. It's, yeah, I was just going to say, I, I think from now till then, I think they're going to establish that there, it's going to not be a no DQ, but there's going to be no count out. Or if there is a count out, then the Iconics will still lose their title. They're going to have to establish that rule going to SummerSlam, and then they're going to be stuck. We're going to get a five to seven minute match with not a lot of spots. It's going to be a lot of running around in comedy. You're going to be disappointed as fuck because you're going to go there to see the Kabuki Warriors wrestle, and they're barely going to. You are going to see an insane elbow. And you're going to see them become champions, which is cool. And then they're going to go and do programs with real wrestlers. That's that's. I hope I hope they just don't drop it right. They'll drop them right away. You know, like I don't know Bailey and Sasha. Like Bailey was like, I don't have my championship anymore now that Ember has it. So I need to go after a championship, but I need a partner. And then Sasha comes out, and then they take the titles right off Kabuki War. If you guys are interested, <laughs> if you guys are interested in Salty Des, I, I wait hear, for that. I can hear him going in your mind. Just wait for that. If they win those tag team titles and then Sasha just comes back from her little vacation from Japan and her little her little lip tattoo she got and all that shit, and they win the tag team titles back off Kabuki just like that, I wouldn't mind a cool program with them where they yeah, have awesome agreed. matches back agreed. and forth. Agreed. But let's just hope that it. Uh, let's just wait and see. All right, let's talk about some other new programs that we got going on uh, heading into SummerSlam for the women's uh, from the women's title on Raw. Uh, Naomi, Natalia, Carmella, and Alexa Bliss had a fatal four-way elimination match to determine the number one contender. Natty picked up the win. I was very surprised. You texted me. You didn't spoil it, but I told you, whoa, whoa, don't spoil it for me. I watched it back, and I was like, shit, I was sure it was going to be Naomi. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be Alexa Bliss because I knew that they were going in a different direction. Carmella, you wouldn't have been happy about that. So I thought Naomi or Natty, and I thought Natty kind of had that program. I think she had the program with Charlotte not too long ago. Well, it's actually it's probably like six or seven months ago. Um, so I was really expecting it to be Naomi. Eh, and Mike said, I get it. They're in Canada, but there's no way. There's no way she wins. All right. So this one's interesting because I thought it could be either be Bliss because WWE likes to troll us. Oh, yeah? Bliss, SmackDown title? Now we're going to put in the Raw title. And she'll win it at SummerSlam. Wait and see. Uh, or it could be Naomi because I think she deserves it. And she's earned the chance to have a match at SummerSlam. Like, even if she wins or loses, Naomi's good. She's solid. She's worked hard. She's been around for a while. And then there's Natalia. Well, she's been around forever. Uh, and she's a lot of respect. But no one really thought she was going to win this match. And the fact that she won it, awesome. And I love a good sharpshooter finish. And that's mm -hmm. what we got, which was great. Uh, but look. There's a lot more to it. A lot of people are upset and saying, what the hell? Why Natalia? It should be this person or that one. Like, Natalia's been in it forever. Retire. You'll get your 4,000th title opportunity. And it's like, first of all, Natty hasn't had that many title opportunities. Go back and look. Not many at all. Um, but Becky and Natalia went on the indie circuit together before coming to the WWE. They have a huge history. You Google Natty and Becky and Indy, and you'll see all kinds of cool pictures of them and, and, and videos and, and interviews. 
So they went on a kind of a journey together. Natalia made it in first. Becky Fall later went through NXT. I guess Natty, because she's a heart, was a little helped helped her out for sure. Mm. Uh, but she's worked her ass off. Look, Natty is a Hall of Famer. Uh, she's gonna get a standing ovation. She, people gave her like she, this woman has done a lot for the division. You talk about Ronda Rousey. You talk about all these other women who've done a lot, and they have. The I'm not crapping on them. That's a, we should do an episode on that. But yeah, we will. We will. We'll get there. But look, I think Natalia. This is awesome for her. It's in Canada. The fans are gonna love it, and the history they have with each other too. So I think this is gonna be an excellent, an excellent match, and I think it's a perfect pick for SummerSlam. In Toronto. Ooh. Now like here, it. here is my kicker. I believe this may very well tie in with the return of Ronda Rousey. Ooh. Remember, Ronda Natty, mm-hmm. side by side, two peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. Who does Ronda have Ronda have beef with? Becky Lynch. People are talking about her coming back sooner than later. Oh, why not a better time than SummerSlam? Now, she said she wanted time off to have babies, but she also recently said that she's missing the WWE. So I don't know. We'll see. But I think with this matchup, with this feud, Natalia and Becky, even if Becky comes out on top, I wouldn't be surprised to see Ronda Rousey make a return around SummerSlam. It's interesting. I didn't even think about that. I Maybe really... even... Might not even be at at SummerSlam. It might be a buildup. She might come back during the buildup, and then she's going to be there in Natty's corner, and people are going to tune in to SummerSlam because Ron is back. We'll see. I think it could be a cool opportunity. Who knows though? Look at Who you. Knows? Look at you. Well done. Yeah. Now that's super credible. She could even show up on Raw the next day. She could do a lot. No, there, I mean, and that would be a good way to reintroduce her. It'd be a great way to reintroduce her, actually. But people will be pissed off. She comes right back for Becky's title. But look, then we get that one-on-one match we've always wanted. I'm game. I'm game. I know we were talking about, you know, the door opening for other women. But if if Ronda Rousey does come back, I'd rather her just have a program with Becky. Don't feed her fodder. Oh, man, I just said your word. Oh. Oh, Makes me sick. I'm trying not to say that word. And then if she does beat Becky for the title, have her go up against Shayna Baszler. Oh God, that's a whole other story. Holy shit, that's a whole. I, um, I I will say though, as much as I was surprised with Natty and I didn't think at the time that that was a good pick, you you've changed my mind. And the post match promo that they cut together, I thought Natty she's usually really bad on the mic, and I thought she was pretty good. When they want to make her like ditzy, like uh, like this, and uh, like yeah, yeah, she's terrible. But when she's emo- like when she's real, yeah, she was emotional and it was good. Yeah, man. No, she's good, guys. I mean, like, give it some time. Give it some patience. You got to respect Natty for what she contributed and what she can do in the ring. She's one of the best wrestlers mm-hmm. on the roster, hands down. Not the best, but she's technically, I think, well-rounded. Maybe rounded? Yeah, she might be. Uh, but Jay's looking at rounded. You said rounded and then I butt. Like so. You said rounded and you said butt. So. Um, so there, there was a lot of people, though, that kind of got a fresh start this week on SmackDown. Um, Liv Morgan, she, I mean, I can't believe it. First of all, she was on TV. Second of all, she talked? I've never seen her talk before. That was weird. Uh, it was very weird to watch her. I was like, shit, I didn't know she had a voice. Uh, I like the stab she took at Charlotte, and I like the fact that she got a match with Charlotte Flair. Yeah, it's cool. People are listening, right? Everybody that Kevin Owens talked about, I guess, got a match. Um, and some turning heel, I guess, right? Buddy Murphy all of a sudden is like, I'm yeah. a heel, you know, like yeah. 
So clearly that, that, that line has been drawn. But he kind of already was a, well, he kind of was a heel at certain points in time, but it's cool to at least see him being used. But for Liv Morgan, I think it's excellent. A lot of people are loving Liv, uh, and they're even mad about it. Like, oh, why did you bury her on Smack? Dude, it's guys. It's not a bury. This is not a bury. This is the start of something great. She's going and getting repackaged. And not that anything was wrong with her. The yeah, blue tongue thing was a bit silly, a little she, bit immature, she a looks, little bit brats. She but. looked the same. She had the Riot Squad music and the Riot Squad Titan Tron. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. Uh, she, she they hadn't done any creative work on her whatsoever. So, if, if they are going to give her a repackage, they got to do this quickly. But I did like her in-ring movement. Yeah, she I thought did she right. looked a lot better than she did when she was part of Riot Squad. Yeah. Well, um, she's doing a lot of live shows, right? Because that's what yeah. they do. They're like, well, these talent aren't on TV. We can milk them on the live circuit. Uh, and she's definitely getting a lot better. She's always sold really well. She's always been a very good seller. Mm. She flops around a little bit like Ziggler. Um, but yes, let's see what happens with her. I'm excited. I'm not a big Liv Morgan fan in general because she I hasn't like done much. Well, I don't dislike her, but she hasn't done much for me to be like, I'm buying into her. Awesome. Other than like, you know, showing her ass on in, in social media, which I like. But, you know, it, what you know, it's easy to do. I could show my ass and, you know, everyone would love me. I don't know about that. I don't know, yeah. Don't the blue tongue, a bit immature. Uh, but she's a young girl. And she's cool, though. I think she's a cool girl. I think she can have a lot of potential maybe moving forward. Let's see what they do with her. I don't know how long it's going to take. Hopefully not too long. Uh, but great news for Liv Morgan coming out of SmackDown this week. That's for sure. Right on. Uh, let's talk a bit about Kevin Owens. Uh, he continues Rampage on Shane McMahon this week. Uh, after his whatever that town hall thing was super weird, but after the town hall segment, he popped back up. He stunned Shane O'Mac, and then ran away once again. Um, would you think it's safe to say we're getting Shane O'Mac versus Kevin Owens at SummerSlam? Yeah, for sure. That's a lock. I think right? it's easy. It's a pretty easy lock in. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see where things come from here. So what's he going to do in the coming weeks? Is he going to go up against, well, I mean, he's been feuding with Ziggler. I guess he kind of had that match this week again. Maybe Drew McIntyre is going to be next because he's got to go through Drew. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some, stone, some some segment with Stone Cold next week as well, too. Uh, but yeah, I think we're heading towards Shane versus Kevin Owens at SummerSlam. And uh, I'm I'm all in, man. I'm interested. I'm excited. I, I want to see what they do. I'm... I don't like Shane McMahon, but I think that's the... Well, I don't dislike him, but I do agree... I think this could be a good matchup for him. Yeah, I, did, I, I, also, I, I don't disagree. I like Shane, but I think there's way, way, way too much of him. Like, if we could tone it down, like, 80% Shane we get every week and then put other people in the picture, totally feel it. I wish the town hall, would they would have taken an opportunity for somebody maybe in WWE to read social media, read a lot of the common trends of things people are upset with, and then have random people go to the mic... And say things. Not Charlotte. Not Kofi. Not Roman Reigns. I want to hear the more obscure people who are rarely there. Have some balls and step up. It would have been really cool to do. Um, maybe they could do these town hall meetings once in a while and play off that a little bit. It seems like the WWE is listening a little bit. You know, Kevin Owens goes out there and kind of rants at what we're all thinking. And uh, maybe they should do that a little more. And then also listen. You know, because Shane is still there. <laughs> and he's there more now. Yeah, so, but it's not as bad... If it's segments with Kevin Owens, well, it doesn't we, bother me as much. We love Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon, right? So people are saying, oh, well, Kevin Owens versus Shane. It's kind of a new era. And yeah, it is. And it's definitely really exciting. And I like it. And look, we were reading this week as well, too, that Kevin now has been given the go-ahead to cut unscripted promos. <gasps> uh, Fuck me, really? 
Yeah, well, I mean, really, were you surprised? You could clearly tell that it's, uh, you know, he's got his bullet points. This is the points you got to hit. But go out there, man, and rock it and, you know, God. speak from the heart. And yes. look, man, it's uh, it's awesome. I love when people could do that. And you can see a difference when people, you see the real personality. and it, It's great. It's awesome. It's organic. I love it. So Shane versus Kevin Owens, as much as we hate, see, hate seeing Shane on TV, week after week, take it up all the time on Raw, all the time on SmackDown. Well, we're going to see his ass get kicked by KO and hopefully be laid out with a stunner. Um, I'm okay with this. It's, it's going to be an all right match. Uh, KO, Toronto, SummerSlam, I'm there. I'm happy. Yeah, I think we're going to get a major, major payoff. And I think we're going to see Shane off TV for a while after SummerSlam. What I really hope to see going into SummerSlam, I don't want to see Kevin Owens fight Ziggler. I don't want to see Kevin Owens fight Elias. I don't want to see Kevin Owens fight the revival. I don't want to see Kevin Owens fight Drew McIntyre. I don't It'll want happen. to deal with it. It'll happen. I want no. I don't. I, I. I. You're probably right, but I really want to see no Kevin Owens matches until SummerSlam. I want to see him implemented backstage run-ins, fucking with them, screwing with them, all that kind of shit. I want to see some shenanigans. Shenanigans. Love. I the want shenanigans. some shenanigans, and then I want to see fucking Kevin Owens and Shane just have. Leave it all in the ring at SummerSlam. Get Shane off TV for some time, and really just run with with the new Kevin Owens. Hmm. I, I back in my mind, I kind of feel like Shane's gonna win or SummerSlam. No way. There's no chance. There's um, no chance. No chance. I think it'll go a bit further. I think they're gonna draw it out a little bit. No, It'll be like I don't Kevin, so. like Drew McIntyre will get involved or some shit. Or we'll see. I mean, it's not, way too early to tell. I really don't. I really hope not. I really hope that Shane is just a stepping stone for Kevin Owens to like. Really Shane's been taking off. some L's though, so we'll see. Yeah. He might want that win. Just daddy, please. I need a win. Please, I, I, daddy. I think he needs a break. I think he probably yeah, wants he a break. He does need himself. a break, man. Imagine sweating for the past nine months straight or whatever it's been, man. Like he's it's bad. I'm worried for his health sometimes. He's just a hot guy. He's a head sweater, man. It happens. Anyways, final topic final topic before we wrap things up. We haven't talked about it. I'm saving the best for last. Bray Wyatt made his return to live TV this week. Um, it was spoiled for me. I did see it on social media before I How watched it. How could Raw you live. not? Yeah. Uh, but honestly, it was still like absolutely amazing watching it back. Uh, I found they did a really good job at this. Um, Finn Balor lost to Samoa Joe. Then it, Samoa Joey, sorry, attacked Samoa afterwards, celebrating in the ring with his music, the iconic crap that he does. And then the music broke down, the lights broke down, and then Bray Wyatt is there in the middle of the ring in the Sister Abigail position, and it was just really well done. The Sister Abigail position seems like a sex position now. It's like, well, maybe. maybe. Can we make that into one? <laughs> um, you give them a kiss, so you're not being completely chauvinist. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was pretty rad. I mean, like we've been waiting for so long. The Firefly Funhouse ended weeks ago or a month or so ago. We hadn't been getting much except for some puppets appearing in the background. I'm curious to see if those puppets are still going to hang around. If we're going to get more Firefly Funhouse moving forward. Um, or if it's just going to be this new Bray Wyatt or The Fiend. I hope so. Um, the mask looked great. The mask looks great. And he's got those contacts. I don't know if it was contacts or the mask, but it looked really good. I don't know if he'll be wrestling with that mask, but I hope he does. I cool. think if he wears that, I mean, he looks good without it, but I mean, I think wearing that mask is just monstrous. It'd be really, really cool to see. The pants are dope too. They're like Beetlejuice. Yeah, he's dressed right. up like Beetlejuice too. So it's really, really cool to see. I'm excited to have him back. The way the lights turned off, 
almost like Silent Hill. Um, and then, I mean, I don't know what, what did he chloroform Balor? Cause why did Balor just, I mean, I know I'm being nitpicky, but he's just, he was dead. He was just like, lights out. I appeared. Balor is dead in my arms. No, but you, you heard some commotion in the ring. It sounded like he was beating him up and then put him in the sister Abigail. Mm. And even, even commentary talked about it. And I think if you were there in person, it wasn't as dark cause you heard some people popping knowing that it was Bray Wyatt. And uh, I think he fucked him up a bit and then put him in the sister Abigail position and then flipped him out. And and with Finn Balor, like we all know now that he's going to be taking, and they said a substantial amount of time off of uh, off of wrestling. Good for him. They If they can work this into a storyline, and not a storyline where, you know, Bray Wyatt just beats him or beats the demon or whatever, he, they, he, they need to destroy Finn Balor. Like I'm talking buried alive shit. I'm talking Undertaker in the ministry type shit. Like, something needs to happen where you think Finn Balor is is kayfabe dead. <laughs> now, you're really pushing that. This isn't the first time you've talked about one of these buried alive matches coming back. I want a buried alive match. And if those of you who are a bit younger and haven't seen them, man, go back and check. There's amazing ones with The Undertaker. I think they're almost always involving The Undertaker. But uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think, it could, yeah, I think these guys should have a really cool gimmick match. Look, we're going to get The Fiend versus The Demon, and I believe The Fiend is finally going to be the first person on the WWE roster uh, to beat The Demon. Well, who beat The Demon in NXT? I think Joe beat him one time. Ah. Oh. Yeah, but anyways, whatever. It doesn't Joey, matter. Yeah. Well, you're, that's your name for him. But look, we've seen these guys shoot back and forth. Balor was kicking Bray Wyatt's ass and beating him left, right. And then we got the tease of... I, that was a weird tease where Bray Wyatt was going to channel Sister Abigail and then had like this transvestite or womanly image over his face. The and best thing that ever sick. happened was then, him getting AIDS or whatever. Yeah, and then he got yeah. sick and that never happened. And I don't think he's really been back ever since. And that was a long time ago. I don't even know how long it's no, been. No, he came back gone. since then. Uh, he's been gone forever, for a long time. Yeah, he came back yeah. since then, though. But he hasn't been there for a long time. Like, oh, yeah, shit long time. There, like there. Like being there, being active, being backstage, giving promos, wrestling matches. Um, so, yeah. I, now, obviously, Bray's coming back. A huge push behind him. They're really pushing hard with this gimmick that he has now. He'll definitely pick up the win over Balor. Like you said, Balor did request time off. I'm hearing he's going to get a couple months. And uh, before he goes out, he's going to do the favors to, to Bray Wyatt. So... It's going to be interesting to see where this goes because Balor is a face. Uh, and so is uh, Ray Wyatt, the, the fiend right now. He's also mm-hmm. a face. No matter how evil he's going to be, people are going to love it. So who are they going to cheer for? You know, I have to feel like the edge is going to go towards Bray Wyatt. So is this a good time to turn Balor into a heel? Maybe it is. Have something happen to him. He goes out. He loses. He takes a couple uh, couple weeks off. Couple, sorry, a couple months off. I hear he's already actually right now in Ireland as well, too, with his family. So he's already kind of easing into that. He's going to take some time off to, to sell his injuries and prepare for SummerSlam. And then maybe take some additional time off afterwards. But I think it'd be cool. Have them face off. Give Bray Wyatt the rub on the way out. Give him a big win against Finn Balor. And then have Finn come back at Survivor Series Ooh. when the club needs a fourth member for a Survivor Series match. Oh my god, that's such a fucking good idea. That's a good idea. They yeah. don't do secret partners. I think it's five well. and fives though, Survivor Series. But I mean, either way, it could be a four and four, or you can find a fifth member of the club by then. Dude, honestly, this Survivor Series, if they go back to four and four, and if they get rid of the whole SmackDown versus Raw thing, I mean, I, I won't. That maybe they so won't. Happy. They won't. They won't. Because oh, you know what? You know what? Actually, wild card, man. 
They might, because yes, the wild card rule. And will they be on Fox by then? Yes. October, November. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're on Fox. So they might, it might, they might get rid of that altogether. <coughs> Who knows? Excuse we'll me. see. But uh, it's going to be exciting to see. I think, look, we got a lot of cool things headed our way in terms of SummerSlam, in terms of, you know, WWE going to Fox, in terms of, we just laid out all the storylines heading into SummerSlam. So it's going to be pretty exciting. They've already, look, we had no idea where things were going a week ago. Now we're ordering in a picture painted out of where things are headed. And we're There's, excited. We're excited. There's a few weeks to come. J-Bomb's going to be kicking things off and rocking it in Montreal. I'll be in Toronto live. NXT TakeOver and SummerSlam in Toronto. It's going to be awesome. And we're going to be bringing you along for the ride. Yep. And as always, guys, you can find us on the Twitter machine. At underscore Talkamania. On Instagram, Des is taking over for SummerSlam, like you mentioned. Just search us on there by Talkamania. Uh, full press coverage, FPC underscore wrestling, all the good stuff. Check out our website, www.talkmedia.com, and be a Patreon. Join us, be a premium member like Chris Bisak, Evan Gomez from FPC Wrestling, and of course, Smart to Death. Help support the show, get us to get us some more events, get us some more gear, get us our webcams. Let's do this. Uh, anything else we got to do before we wrap this up? I think we've covered it all, my friend. Right on, boys. So on behalf of Talk Mania, J-Bomb's out. Des, say bye. Until next time, guys, enjoy wrestling. Enjoy the summer. Stay safe. Wear your floaties. And don't eat before swimming. That shit's bad. Half an hour wait. Happy Rusev Day!